Hi, welcome to another podcast from the English series from the Mastering English program at Manpower. I'm Robert Leverton, and I hope you're having a great day. Visit us at educacionmanpower.co. That's E-D-U-C-A-C-I-O-N-M-A-N-P-O-W-E-R dot C-O for more information on taking a demonstration tutorial or to find out more about our different English programs available. Congratulations, you've applied for a job, and now you're getting ready for that important job interview. This podcast will help to make sure your English makes a great impression in addition to your skills. You can reduce your worry and stress by understanding the 10 most common job interview questions in English, and here's why it's important. Job interviews are difficult for everyone, that's true, but they're more difficult in a second or third language. You feel worried about your grammar and word choices. Will you get stuck? What happens if you don't understand the question? And then the fear that someone is judging your English. The best way to reduce doubt, fear, and anxiety is preparation. Preparation includes knowing what to expect, understanding the job interview questions, and what the interviewer really wants to know. And finally, practice. With practice, you become more confident, and that means you'll do better in an interview. Opening questions. When you walk into the room, the very first impression you make on the interviewer is key. It is important that you introduce yourself, shake hands, and be friendly. To begin the interview, it's common to engage in some small talk, such as, How are you today? Did you have any trouble finding us? What do you think of the weather lately? Take advantage of these questions to help you relax. Here's a dialogue. Human Resource Director. How are you today? Interviewee. I'm great, thank you for asking me in today. The Director. My pleasure. How's the weather outside? Interviewee. It's raining, but I brought my umbrella. The Director. Good thinking. In those moments, you can relax and get a, a grip on your English. As this example dialogue shows, it's important to keep your answer short and to the point. These types of questions are known as icebreakers because they help you relax. Strengths and weaknesses. You can expect to be asked about your strengths and weaknesses during a job interview. It's a good idea to use strong adjectives to make a good impression. Use these adjectives to describe yourself by talking about your strengths. Try to avoid catchwords or phrases that everyone uses. The reason is everyone is applying for a job, of course, and everyone is hardworking or proactive. So try to use other words and always give an example when you were that. Here's a small list of some strong adjectives to describe your strengths during a job interview. Accurate. I'm an accurate bookkeeper. Active. I'm active in two volunteer groups. Adaptable. I'm quite adaptable and happy to work in teams or on my own. Adept. I'm adept at identifying customer service issues. Broad-minded. I'm proud of my broad-minded approach to problems. Competent. I'm a competent office suite user. Conscientious. I'm efficient and conscientious about paying attention to detail. Creative. I'm quite creative and have come up with a number of marketing campaigns. 
dependable. I describe myself as a dependable team member. Determined. I'm a determined problem solver who won't rest until we've come up with a solution. Diplomatic. I've been called in to mediate as I'm quite diplomatic. Efficient. I always take the most efficient approach possible. Enthusiastic. I'm an enthusiastic team player. Experienced. I'm an experienced C++ programmer. Fair. I have a fair understanding of programming languages. Firm. I have a firm grasp on the complexities facing us. Innovative. I've often been complimented on my innovative approach to shipping challenges. Logical. I'm quite logical by nature. Loyal. You'll find that I'm a loyal employee. Mature. I have a mature understanding of the market. Motivated. I'm motivated by people who love to get things done. Objective. I've been asked for my objective views. Outgoing. People say that I'm an outgoing person who's very personable. Personable. My personable nature helps me get along with everyone. Positive. I take a positive approach to problem solving. Practical. I always look for the most practical solution. Productive. I pride myself on how productive I am. Reliable. You'll find that I'm a reliable team player. Resourceful. You might be surprised by how resourceful I can be. Self-discipline. I've been often complimented on how self-disciplined I remain in difficult situations. Sensitive. I do my best to be sensitive to others' needs. Trustworthy. I was so trustworthy that I was asked to deposit company funds. Make sure to always have an example ready as the interviewer might like more detail. Here's an example dialogue. Again, the Human Resource Director. What do you consider your greatest strengths? Interviewee. I'm a determined problem solver. In fact, you might call me a troubleshooter. Director. Could you give me an example? Interviewee. Certainly. A few years ago, we were experiencing difficulties with our customer database. Tech support was having difficulties finding the problem, so I took it upon myself to dig into the problem. After two days of brushing up on some basic programming skills, I was able to identify the problem and resolve the issue. As the dialogue shows, the interviewee responded short answers, but very clear when asked to describe your weaknesses, a good strategy is to select weaknesses that can be overcome by a specific action. Once you've described your weakness, state how you plan to overcome this weakness. This will demonstrate self-awareness and motivation. Try not to use some weaknesses like I'm a workaholic or I stay late because these are not really weaknesses. Speaking about your experience or responsibilities. Make a good impression when talking about your past work experience is the most important part of any job interview. Use these words to specifically describe responsibilities at work. As with speaking about your greatest strengths, you'll need to give specific examples when you are asked for further details. To act. I've acted in a number of roles in my current position. Accomplish. 
It took me only three months to accomplish all our goals. Adapt. I can adapt to any situation. Administer. I've administered accounts for a wide range of clients. Advise. I've advised management on a wide range of issues. Allocate. I've allocated resources across three branches. Analyze. I spent three months analyzing our strengths and weaknesses. Arbitrate. I've been asked to arbitrate between colleagues on a number of occasions. Arrange. I've arranged shipments to four continents. Assist. I've assisted management on a wide range of issues. Attain. I attained the highest levels of certification. Built. I built out two new branches for my company. Carry out. I was responsible for carrying out management's decisions. Catalog. I helped develop a database to catalog our clients' needs. Collaborate. I've collaborated with a wide range of clients. Conceive. I helped conceive a new marketing approach. Conduct. I conducted four marketing surveys. Consult. I've consulted on a wide range of projects. Contract. I've contracted with third parties for our company. Cooperate. I'm a team player and love to cooperate. Coordinate. As project manager, I've coordinated major projects. Delegate. I've delegated responsibilities as supervisor. Develop. We developed more than 20 applications. Direct. I directed our last marketing campaign. Document. I documented workflow processes. Edit. I edited the company newsletter. Encourage. I encourage coworkers to think outside the box. Engineer. I helped engineer a wide range of products. Evaluate. I evaluated sales operations throughout the country. Facilitate. I facilitated communications between departments. Finalize. I finalized quarterly sales reports. Formulate. I helped formulate a new marketing approach. Handle. I handled foreign accounts in three languages. Head. I headed the R&D department for three years. Identify. I identified production issues to streamline development. Implement. I implemented a number of software rollouts. Initiate. I initiated discussions with personnel to improve communications. Inspect. I inspected new equipment as part of quality control measures. Install. I've installed more than 200 air conditioners. Interpreted. I interpreted for our sales department when necessary. Introduce. I introduced a number of innovations. Lead. I led the regional sales team. Manage. I managed a team for 10 of the past 20 years. Operate. I've operated heavy equipment for more than five years. Organize. I helped organize events at four locations. Presented. I presented a new product at four conferences. Provide. 
I provided feedback to management on a regular basis. Recommend. I recommended changes to help improve workflow. Recruit. I recruited employees from local community colleges. Redesign. I redesigned our company database. Review. I reviewed company policies on a regular basis. Revise. I revised and improved plans for our company expansion. Supervise. I've supervised project development teams on a number of occasions. Train. I've trained new employees. This vocabulary will help you demonstrate your experiences. Now for a practice dialogue. Again, the Human Resource Director. Let's talk about your work experience. Could you describe your current responsibilities? Interviewee. I've taken on a number of roles in my current position. I collaborate with consultants on an ongoing basis, as well as evaluate the job performance of my team members. I also handle foreign correspondence in French and German. The Director. Could you give me more detail about job evaluation? Interviewee. Certainly. We focus on project-based assignments. At the end of each project, I use a rubric to evaluate individual team members on key metrics for the project. My evaluation is then used as reference for future assignments. Now that those parts are over, it's your turn to ask questions. Answering questions can be learned and you can get better at responding to interview questions. But a point that many forget and never understand is that you, the interviewee, needs to ask questions as well. Asking questions show that you have done some research on your potential company. This shows that you took time in looking for a job and that you just didn't choose a company and run to the interview. Towards the end of the interview, it's common for the interviewer to ask if you have any questions about the company. Make sure you do your homework and prepare for these questions. It's important to ask questions that show your understanding of the business rather than just simple facts about the company. Questions you might ask could include questions about business decisions, such as why a company decided to expand into a specific market, questions that show your intimate understanding of the type of business, or questions about current projects, clients, or products that go beyond information you might find on the company website. Make sure to avoid any questions about workplace benefits. These questions should be asked only after a job offer has been made. Choose your verb tenses well. Here are some tips on verb tense usage during the interview. Remember that your education took place in the past. When describing your education, use the past simple tense. An example, I attended the University of Helsinki from 1987 to 1993. I graduated with a degree in agricultural planning. If you're a currently a student, use the present continuous tense. Example, I am currently studying at the University of New York and will graduate with a degree in economics in the spring. Or... I'm studying English at the Borough Community College. When talking about current employment, be careful to use the present perfect or present perfect continuous. This signals that you are still performing these tasks at your current job. Example, 
Smith and Company have employed me for the last three years. I have been developing intuitive software solutions for more than 10 years. When talking about past employers, use past tenses to signal that you are no longer working for the company. Example, I was employed by Jackson's from 1989 to 1992 as a clerk. I worked as a receptionist at the Ritz while I was living in New York. Finally, some words to avoid during an interview. These words are used by most or they give a wrong impression of you. Employers use interviews to gauge whether you're the right person for a job, but you could think your chances with a hiring manager by using certain words and phrases. One of them is you guys. This phrase most often used by college graduates. Typically, they've never interviewed for or worked in a corporate environment. They talk like they're talking to one of their buddies, he tells CNBC, make it. They're just so used to talking that way. However, saying you guys is much too informal and sounds like slang. Instead, I suggest referring to the company by its actual name or saying your firm or just your company. Another word, perfectionist. It's too cliche. This is similar to other descriptors like hard worker and people pleaser. Not only do these words hold little weight, but they also won't help you stand out because everyone else is using these words to describe themselves. Cliches are awful. I'd avoid those. Workaholic. Of course you want to come across as a hard worker, but saying you're a workaholic might be an overkill to some employers. They need to know that you have a life outside of work, and if they don't, they should. Keep things on the lighter side by stating you're a diligent worker and provide an example from your previous workplace to back it up. Stubborn. The word stubborn makes it sound like it's your way or no way, which is not an attractive quality to an employer. Nix that word and try saying that you're confident or have conviction instead. This will show the company you know what it takes to succeed and go above and beyond to get what needs to be done. Easygoing. You might be an easygoing person, which is a great attribute to have. There could be a better way to describe your relaxed disposition during an interview. Go deeper by saying you're patient when working with others, or that you're a pensive thinker who enjoys a good brainstorming session. Successful. Telling a potential employer that you're successful is one thing, but it's important to show them what you mean. It's better to talk about a work task you successfully completed in the past to help back up your describing yourself in the present. Intelligent. Saying you're intelligent in an interview can come across as arrogant. This is a word that's cool for others to use when describing you, but not the other way around. It's better to refrain from using opinion-type words and sticking to the facts, like saying you're well-organized or consistent with deadlines. Dedicated. Unfortunately, using the word dedicated doesn't necessarily make you stand out. Many people are dedicated to their work and motivated to do well. If you really want to stand out, give prime examples of where your passions have led you, such as volunteering at an animal shelter or getting a promotion at your previous job and where it might lead you in the future. Innovative. Letting your interviewers know that you have an innovative mind is great. 
just make sure you can back it up. Inc.com says, if you use this word to describe yourself in an interview, be sure to mention a few past examples to show that your ideas are both creative and fresh. Remember, innovation is only as good as the change it brings. Comfortable. Don't use the word comfortable when answering questions about why you want a specific role, type of job, or position. The word comfortable is a kiss of death when it comes to careers. Your potential employer doesn't want a comfortable employee, he says, because it insinuates that you aren't a hard worker and that you'll take whatever comes easily. I suggest saying that you want a challenging role or a stimulating role. You want something that's rewarding, not comfortable. Work-life balance. Companies really don't care about your work-life balance. It's that simple. Companies talk the talk about having a great work-life balance. However, at the end of the day, they want you just to work. It's all just talk. Although it may sound cynical, all your employer truly wants to hear is that you're ready to work and that you'll work around the clock if need be. If you say you're looking for a work-life balance, that translates to, I want to socialize and I'm only going to stay from 9 to 5 and at 5 o'clock I'm out the door. No hiring manager wants a, an employee 9 to 5 or a candidate who's already thinking about their personal life before joining the company. I'm not suggesting that work-life balance is not important or that a company should work you to death, but don't bring it up in an interview. Like and enjoy. Like is a weak word that doesn't really say much. For example, if an interviewer asks, why do you want to work here? You should never respond with a phrase that incorporates the word like, such as, I like doing analytical work. It doesn't mean anything. I like golf, but I suck. I like analytical work, but I'm awful. Enjoy is another word that should be avoided at all costs because you're wasting an opportunity to use a more powerful word. Instead, use words like excel or phrases as I do this well to convey your strength. You don't ever want to be negative. Can't and don't. Can't and don't are negative words and negativity has no place in an interview. Refrain from such phrases as I don't like doing this. I can't do this or I don't want to do this want to show an interviewer that you are open to taking on any role or task and that no job is too small for you. Even if you legitimately don't have a skill for the job, I recommend letting the interviewer know that you're willing to learn. This gives your interview answer a much more positive spin. You don't ever want to be negative. Fires. Interviewees often feel the need to bring up the fact that they were fired just to have it out in the open. However, this dampens the whole interview and isn't necessary. Plus, there's no way for an interviewer to find out that you've been terminated. Get it out of your head. Get over it. Instead, tell the interviewer that you feel like it's the right time to pursue other opportunities or it's the right time to find something new. Also, speak positively about your former place of employment, even if you were fired. Saying that you had a great career, with your previous employer and that you learned a lot, not that you hated the company in the direction it was heading. No one is going to hire someone that's going to bash their former company because then you're going to bash our company as well.
You should and you shouldn't. Avoid giving unsolicited advice. Never say you should or your company shouldn't. You don't work there yet. You're just a candidate. Conversely, refrain from sharing your thoughts on what they shouldn't be doing. Don't tell an employer that they should stop doing something or that the company is doing something the wrong way unless you're specifically asked. The best way to address a glaring problem is to start with, in my experience, this is what works. It's perfectly reasonable to not agree with everything a potential employer is doing, but you must bring up your concerns in a diplomatic way. It's not what you say, it's how. Good luck with the job interviewer in English. That's all for this podcast. Thanks for stopping by and taking the time to listen. As always, check out the rest of the webpage and contact us with any questions you may have. For further information, go to educacionmanpower.cl. That's E-D-U-C-A-C-I-O-N-M-A-N-P-O-W-E-R dot C-L.